0: No one will pay 300 bucks for a gym membership. No one. If you've ever said that, you need to hear from Karen Hazelton. She's up right after this on Two Brain
1: Radio. Hey, it's Chris Cooper here. Programming is the service that you deliver to your clients. So I partnered with Brooks DeFiore, who had one of the highest adherence rates for his group classes in the world, to build TwoBrainProgramming.com. Now, we built this for Two Brain gyms, and we give them free access in our mentorship program, but I'm now making this available to the public. Programming that's proven to improve retention and cash flow in your gym. Visit twobrainprogramming.com to get it. Your gym's programming won't attract new clients, but it can help you keep your clients longer. Good programming includes the stuff you know, like your benchmarks, novelty, skills progressions, leaderboards. But great programming contains something more. It's a link between each client's fitness goals and the workout of the day. Your coaches need to tell the clients more than what they're going to do every day. They need to explain why they're doing it and how it will help them achieve their specific goals. Gyms whose coaches could explain the why connection had a 25% better retention rate during lockdowns. Imagine how that translates into better retention when things get back to normal and a better bottom line at the end of every month. That's twobrainprogramming.com. Take a look.
0: It's Two Brain Radio. I'm your host, Mike Workington, and today I've got another gym owner who hit a huge average revenue per member number in December 2020. We call it ARM for short or ARM, and Karen Hazelton of TELUS Strength and Conditioning in Tucson, Arizona scored in the top 10 of all Two Brain gyms. She and husband Sean reached just over $300. Karen, thanks for jumping on Two Brain Radio with me today.
2: Thanks, Mike. I'm happy to be here.
0: I'm excited to ask you some questions about ARM. I'm going to ask you the first important one that shows where you came from. Do you recall what your ARM score was the very first time you ran the numbers?
2: Well, so the very first time we hardly knew what we were doing. We were just starting with you guys at Two Brain a couple of years ago. But so I don't even remember where where we were, but I know it was, you know, low hundreds, I would say, um, low to mid hundreds, but it was not good.
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny, I talked to a guy, uh, Storm Strout, you may know him from the 2 uh-huh. group. group. Uh, he was telling me in a previous episode that his original average revenue per member, he charged $70 for all-you-can CrossFit group classes, and he gave yeah. everyone a discount. So his average was probably like 50 or something like that and now he's oh up in that high range as well he actually scored near you guys in this uh in this top top 20 that we ran so isn't that incredible what can happen over? Time? i know
2: it's so true it's so true but i mean we were definitely we had a whole lot of discounts going yeah. um back in those days too so i know how that goes
0: yeah well let me pu- i'm gonna put you on the spot here just for a second If I would ask you, like I know so many factors going to this, but if I asked you for one factor that's caused your ARM to rise from the low hundreds up to where it is now, what would you say? The top thing.
2: Yeah, I would say definitely the shift to more personal training. We have always done a lot of personal training, but more recently we've realized just the level of care and coaching and customization we can give to people when they're in either like a one-on-one setting or, you know, two-on-one, three-on-one. It's just, it doesn't even compare to what you can get in a group. And so shifting to personal training was just kind of a natural progression because it allowed us to help people quicker, which that's the business we're in.
0: Isn't it funny though, where I've I've talked about this before on the show, but I, I was super ignorant. I didn't realize that you could teach CrossFit in a one-on-one setting, and I thought that my group classes that we were charging like $150 for or whatever, I thought that was my premium option, whereas that was Mm -hmm. actually my discount option. Did you have the same issue?
2: Yeah. I thought, I mean, when I first started, I was thinking, oh, how could people afford this? Because I can't afford this. But I think that was the first thing we had to realize is that we have a great service and we can really help people. And the best way to do that is to have them one-on-one and have kind of this premium product. And this is, we're providing them a great service. And, you know, we want, we tell our people, we want the money you spend here to be the best money you spend all month. And I think that's really what we've been able to do. And I think that, so that mindset shift was, I think, really important.
0: It is an evolution, and I talked about this with with so many gym owners like you. I lived this myself, where mm-hmm. it does take a bit of a mind shift, and sometimes it takes experience and time to convince yourself that you yeah. are. Working. You know, and Chris has written about this so many times. Chris Cooper, True founder, okay. and the best way to you know to convince your clients that what you're offering is valuable is to be valuable, over-deliver, give them the greatest amount of stuff. But sometimes you don't realize that right off the bat because Uh for me, I was brand new. I've got my first one, you know, one page weekend certification and like, Uh
2: am I really (laughs)
0: worth this money? And then after 10 years, I knew I, I knew I was. And other people like you, you've done that evolution even faster. Like you said, in about three years, this has happened, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what, I mean, it's so much of, I mean, we've been, with two brain for I think over two years now and it really has been just the past few months that I'm like, oh, this is what you guys have been saying for the past two years <laughs> like so I think it's like I had to really internalize it so it came across as authentic to people. Sense.
0: And I've talked to salespeople as well, uh, Mateo Lopez and Jeff game two of our experts mm-hmm. and they say that asking for high value you know sales, does require confidence and belief. And you kind of have mm-hmm. to build that up in yourself. And like we can obviously yeah. short circuit that process process with education and training and mentorship, yeah. but you still have to come to it in your own pace and eventually realize, yes, I'm worth this. You know, so let yeah. me ask you this question. I understand your revenue now is about 70% PT and about 30% mm-hmm. group classes, or maybe that shifted a little bit, but it's in that yeah. range. Has yeah. it always been that way? Or, you know, if not, why did you shift focus in this direction?
2: So it, we've always had a good amount of personal training just from day one. Uh, my husband's been a personal trainer in town for, I mean, 11 years now. So he's, he's gotten a pretty good following of clients. And so we've had a lot of personal training, but I really think it through the COVID crisis that, you know, there is, it, it was kind of almost a natural shift where people didn't want to be in big groups. And we had this service and our members started telling their friends that this is where this is where they go for personal training. It's so safe. You know, we're we're doing such a good job of keeping things clean and they feel really safe. And so they told their friends and then their friends started coming. And so it's almost this affinity marketing without even realizing that was happening. It was just, we did such a good job with the pivot to, um, you know, when everything kind of happened last March. And so it kind of happened naturally.
0: And that's interesting because COVID has been such a disaster in so many cases for the fitness industry, but there yeah. are some gyms and some businesses that have managed to pivot and found the bright mm-hmm. spots in there. And maybe they're not, you know, it would all be great if we could all go back to normal, but it's really neat to see yeah. how you and others have figured out yeah. that, yes, we can't offer new services. And for, for my business, my wife's business, it was offering 100% online coaching, which we didn't really do much of at all. And it's mostly yeah. with some fitness, but mm-hmm. for you guys, this helped you really jack up your PT to the point yes. where now these really satisfied clients are bringing in more clients like them.
2: Yes, exactly. And I think that's kind of our been our, you know, our mindset all along is that we the best way to grow is to do just an amazing job with who's in front of us and then they will tell their friends and family. And that's I mean we have so many family members coming now and friends and it just it's really It's really great because we just have, it's such a good energy and such a good environment in there right now.
1: This
0: is a little bit off track, but I'm going to ask it anyways, because it is important to ARM. You mentioned affinity marketing, which is Uh uh, for people who don't know, it's basically working with the people who are closest to your business rather than cold leads through ads and things like that. It's working with your clients to get more people like them. And we have a guide that you can download by clicking in the show notes. You you said a lot of this happened organically. Have you done more Uh to like make it happen and make sure that it keeps happening? Because we all know that your clients will refer people to you, but they don't always do it unless you kind of help them along a little bit. Have you done anything like that?
2: Yeah, where we kind of ask people if they have.
0: Yeah, and put um, in some of those places where, you know, like Chris has a strategy, for example, where he asks people to come in and meet with them, review their yeah. goals. Who else can I help in your circle? Things like that yeah. so there are some strategies. Uh-huh. Do you guys do stuff like that? Like through goal reviews or anything?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so this is the other kind of thing that's clicked for me is I've been hearing, um, you know, since we've started to Brain, goal reviews, goal, goal reviews, get these done. And I, and it never, we've tried it and it's been unsuccessful in the past, but really these I would say even just these past few months that I finally it clicked for me how to do them correctly and so that's been the best way to kind of talk to people and have just a natural conversation. I think I was forcing it too much in the past because I didn't really know what I was doing, um, but now it's like when I sit down and talk to these people, it's just so natural to say, "Who else can I help?" or "Who else?" is, you know, who else could I help get results that you have, you know? And so I think it just, I mean, that has a lot to do with it. Um, I've also, you know, if we're low on clients, I say, Hey, can, do you have anyone else that we could do even just bring them in? I'll even do a free session with them. And that's been a way to get kind of people in the door that way and get signed up.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because I, when we had our physical space, I struggled to get people to do goal reviews. And I think the reason Uh we had, we have been around for like 10 years and a lot of our like six, seven, eight year members were like, we've never done this before. I don't need a goal review, you know, but when we shifted online during the COVID thing and basically started a new business, my wife started doing these goal reviews and it worked because people wanted more connection. They wanted more touch points. And we basically had a new business that this was part of. So Uh It wasn't that the goal reviews didn't work for me. It was just that we hadn't put in enough time to make them part of our business. When we hit that speed bump and reset, it started to work. And then exactly like you said, it is natural saying, Oh, your husband needs some help. We can offer that or your wife or whatever, you know.
2: Totally. Yeah. COVID gave a nice reset (laughs) for a lot. I mean, it just gave a reason to, okay, this is gonna be important. We need this. We need you to do this. Yeah.
0: It's tough, but it really gave us a chance to like, if there was ever a time to change something in your business. That was the, you know, that was the the excuse or the reason or the opportunity, whatever you want to look at it.
2: Totally. Totally. I mean, we overnight fixed, I don't know, 10 issues in our business, just literally an overnight because we had to, we had no choice. And it was just, yeah. So a lot of issues we had last March, we don't have anymore.
0: Uh, And that's so good. That's so refreshing because the doom and gloom in the fitness industry right now is real. And there are a lot of people that are struggling. So it's so so nice to hear that, you know, you guys have made some positive steps. And I, I I know in the notes that I got that uh, you said that your retention and your headaches have actually you know things have changed since you still went to this shift from to more personal training and a little bit less group or maybe yeah. just more personal training is more accurate to say uh-huh. but talk to me about what's happened to arm retention headaches now that you have this different focus
2: <laughs> yeah I think it's I think it's definitely a shift I mean we have fewer people we're definitely down on members but the people who are there love us. They love the brand. They're so happy. They're getting results. And it just the environment just is so much better. I mean, we always I I feel like we always had a great community and a great following. But I feel like the people that kind of faded away over this were people who weren't bought into us and who we are. And so now it's like we're left with this, you know, core group of people who believe in us. And I just feel like it's set us up in the, for the future to just go so much further because of it, because we've cleaned up so much, um, in our systems and our, you know, what we do and who we're helping. So I think it's, I I mean, it's exciting going forward because I think we, we just we're set up for success now.
0: We're all still under various around the world, various stages of pandemic stuff. Uh, have you found Right now where you are in Arizona, are you acquiring more new PT clients or more group clients or does it reflect your 70-30 ratio or how, how, what, what is the intake like?
2: Um, so right now we're probably getting, we're definitely getting more personal training. The reason being is because I feel like the market where we are in Tucson is so saturated with group classes right now. So we have the orange theory F45, Mm -hmm. you know, all these group fitness studios that are popping up but so what we're getting is really truly people that want a customized one-on-one scenario so they want it to be you know so so we definitely are seeing more personal training coming coming in but we i mean i had five people sign up last week so we're definitely getting people in our door
0: do you mind telling me about how your PT rates uh, relate to your group class rates? And it could be just your, you know, whatever your group class average is. Cause I'm sure you have some different ones.
2: Yeah. So we have several, I mean, based on, we don't do discounts anymore, which is huge. <laughs> right. um, so we got rid of those, but we have several different depending on how many times a month people want to come. So last time I checked our average group membership was $141 a month. Okay. And For a one hour personal training session, it's $70 for
0: the hour. Okay, that's really interesting. The reason why I asked is I asked Storm Strout, one of our other ARM leaders, and he said almost identical to you that his general group class rate was about Uh 140. His Uh nutrition coaching rate was about 140, and his overall ARM is about 280. So you can kind of see where his comes from, right? And his PT rates are also Uh in that $70 range. He told me, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to ask you the same question, but he told me that he had almost all of his PT clients are training a minimum of twice a week and some are training more at around yeah. $70, which means that he's selling PT packages in the range of a thousand to 1500. Is that kind of what you guys are doing too?
2: Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. And so we have, and I, yeah, I haven't even talked about nutrition coaching too, which is a big, and
0: we're going to get to that. Too.
2: Yeah. Um, but we definitely, we have people coming three, four times a week for personal training, and then coupling that actually with group classes in addition. So we actually have um, a handful of people that are doing both personal training and group training. But I would say, I mean, I would say the average person is coming three times a week for personal training.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's such a key thing, because what you're, what you're seeing there is that you've got these new high package items that are, mm-hmm. that are really helping clients out with high touch yeah. services, the stuff that they want right now. And if you look at it from say a quote unquote COVID safety thing, one-on-one uh-huh. training is probably easier for a lot of people to stomach right now. Yeah. So you've got these high ticket items and then you've also got these really cool hybrid systems. And I never even thought mm-hmm. that this was possible, but you've got people who want this tailored direct approach, but maybe every once in a while they want to throw down and do Fran with a the group. They have that <laughs> option. Like how cool is that, right? They get the best yeah. of both worlds.
2: Yeah, Totally. <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, it, oh my gosh, Fran.
0: Well, I don't want to do, I mean, I don't want to do it, but if someone really <laughs> does, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. And I think that's, I think that's another thing that's shifted. And this is, the hard part about this is I would hear people in our group, you know, our Facebook group, I'd hear them talking about, oh, I sold this, I sold this huge package. And I always thought, how do you do that? But now I'm to the point where it's like, I have seen, if you do what we tell you to do, we can almost guarantee you're going to get results. And so it's so natural to, and I keep saying that, but it is just, it's so authentic and it's so natural to say, look, you want to lose 50 pounds. I can help you do that. I've helped people do that before. This is how we did it. And so I think part of it is it just comes, it came from me not thinking anymore about, oh, I need to sell this, I need to sell this, I need to sell this, to shifting to, how can I really help this person? What does this person need to do? And just knowing, having that confidence that we are the place that can help them do whatever it is they want to do, if they just trust trust us and trust the process.
1: Back to the show in just a minute. The people at Insight Tax know you're working long hours to improve health for the world, but it can still be hard to turn a profit. You can't focus on your mission without money in your account. So Insight Founder John Briggs wrote Profit First for Micro Gyms and created a system that increases your cash flow so you can be home at dinner time with a thriving fitness business. Bookkeeping, profit first cash flow consulting, taxes, whatever your financial needs, Insight can help. Join their free five-day challenge at Profit First for Micro Gyms slash five days to get a snapshot of the financial health of your gym. That's profit first for microgyms slash five days. You know, that's such an interesting
0: point because when you need quote unquote to sell something,
1: Mm -hmm. you're
0: inclined to just get, you know, get any money, right? And that means that you might be recommending your low value offerings and so forth instead of telling people what they actually need to do to get fit. And we know that people can get fit in general nutrition and group fitness programs. However, you're absolutely right in that it's going to happen faster with a dedicated coach. Like there aren't yeah. too many, you know, Hollywood actors who are training for a specific role uh who <laughs> just, you know, go to random group classes, right? Like Deep they probably classes, have yeah. you know, and there's other factors involved, yeah. but they probably have a personal trainer who's saying exactly what they need to do for that role. And so it's really yeah. cool that you kind of that belief in the fact that you can get them fit faster really creates that value in your in yourself and you can say that with confidence. That's a really cool observation. Yeah. Yeah totally. Let's talk a little bit now about, uh, we've mentioned nutrition stuff. Let's talk a little bit about specialty programs. So I've asked a number of gym owners about high ARM scores. Yeah. A lot of them, uh, you know, talk about specialty programs, add-ons uh-huh. and so things. How do those things factor into your number? And I guess we can call nutrition coaching an add-on in this case, even uh-huh. though it might be a primary service for you.
2: Yeah. So that's something I would say that we definitely can't like in the future would like to improve on actually but nutrition coaching is becoming more and more a part of what we do. It's actually part of our intake process now where we have everyone do an in-body scan and it just opens up that conversation when people see the numbers and they realize, Oh my gosh, this is so much worse than I thought it was, (laughs) you know? And it, and it's interesting, you know. I think it's I am someone, so I'm actually our nutrition coach as well. And I'm someone that's, you know, that scale's important. But it's so much more than non-scale victories for nutrition coaching. But there is something to seeing that body fat percentage on a piece of paper that you're like, okay, this is this is something I need to take seriously. And so that's been a big shift to make nutrition coaching, you know, from day one. Everyone hears what we do for, you know, our philosophy, what we believe in when it comes to nutrition coaching. So that's definitely increased, um, there. And then we try to do two nutrition challenges a year. And so that's another way to kind of get people started down the, down the right road.
0: So really it's a big deal is that you're talking to people at the, at the outset and then you're yeah. telling them exactly what they need to accomplish their goals. And in most cases, that's probably going to be fitness and nutrition and maybe even yeah. PT on top of that.
2: Uh um, huh. Exactly. And it's just, and we try to use, you know, what Chris Cooper will say is like the good, better, best approach. Yeah. And I try to say, you know, if, and if I meet with someone and I think, okay, maybe if we just did a few t- tweaks, maybe you don't need the nutrition coaching, but we'll, circle back in three months and see how it's going, but yes, exactly. So I finally have that process all, I mean, I think you're only as good as your procedures, right? So I finally got that part figured out, but you know, some people I say, look, you have this wedding you're going to in March. Here's what we need to do. You know, I can help you lose these 15 pounds, but we have to, we have to get focused. We have to get you dialed in.
0: Okay so that's so you know what I'm seeing here is you've got you've got an intake process where you can prescribe the exact best plan you have yeah. some uh- high touch, high value, high ticket items, Mm -hmm. personal training packages, some of them have hybrid options where you can do PT Mm -hmm. and group, you've got a group rate that doesn't have discounts. And that group rate can be uh, increased with, you know, add on nutrition stuff, maybe you do a challenge from here and there. And you've obviously you mentioned you do them twice a year. So you obviously have some sort of schedule in place, right for Mm -hmm. these for these various challenges.
2: Yep, yep, exactly. My annual plan, I'm (laughs) living by the annual plan. It's very important. Well, it's cool.
0: The people that I talk to about this and you're kind of echoing what some of the other owners have said, there are little wrinkles between everybody, but there's uh, a general theme and it's all this stuff that adds up to high numbers. There's no one that I've spoken to yet that says, oh, you know what? I sell, uh, I have 400 members and I sell all of them, you know, $140 and we have this gigantic revenue and profit. Those people are out there. But what I'm seeing here for ARM is kind of exactly what you're saying. These tailored services. And, you know, tacked on add-on services, all this other stuff. And then like, you know, the the average retail sale puts in $20 on top of that. Uh, Uh It's just cool to see how people are building this. And it is according to a system that works. Uh,
2: Yeah.
0: I'm going to ask you this because I heard about this as well. I've heard that with your nutrition challenges, you've actually told some clients that they shouldn't participate. What's that about?
2: Yeah, (laughs) I know. Um, So what I, I did our nutrition, I've been doing them for a few years now. And I haven't really been super happy with the results of it. I think part of it was because for some people, it was just a month and you're done. So you're going to go on a diet for a month and then you're you're done. So that was this time I really wanted to shift that mindset for people right from. so how I started this challenge was I sat down with all 20 people that were in the challenge for 20 minutes. And I did a goal setting session with them right from the, right from the start and talked to them about what are you looking to get out of this, out of this next month? What are your long-term goals? What are your short-term goals? And for three of the people that had signed up, I realized during that talk that actually this challenge, they were just going to get lost in it. So I told them, I said, you know what, I think you need to do one-on-one nutrition coaching instead and just get started right now. Don't waste another month and then maybe, you know, have your motivation kind of fizzle before the month is done and then you're done. I can help you, but it's going to be much better if you can do one-on-one coaching. So they actually switched to one-on-one coaching, which, you know, is more of it's like the personal training of nutrition and so I was actually able to get three more people to do the challenge then. So it all worked out in the end.
0: That's that's really that's really, really cool. Have you read Lindsay Van Shoick's recent article where she talks about kickstarts instead of challenges?
2: Yeah, so I love that idea. And unfortunately, I saw it like after I'd already started marketing <laughs> for this challenge. But that's how I'm going to, you know, when we did our kickoff seminar, that's the language I used. And yeah, it's called a challenge, but I said, this is not something you're going to be done with in four weeks. This is just the start. So I started using that language, but from now on, I will always, I will never call it a challenge again.
0: Yeah. And for listeners, we're going to get that article in the show notes. You can click on it. And I actually getting Lindsay uh, to come on the show uh, shortly in a subsequent episode. And we're going to have her explain exactly what happened because for her, she changed one word and it was changing Uh challenge to kickstart and things got better because more clients saw it as the start of a program that would lead to ongoing nutrition coaching. And they continued and got results as opposed to a challenge, which is like, I made it through the 30 days and we're back on the brownies. Right. That happens so often. And I've done this. I'm guilty of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's, I love that idea.
0: We've noticed in the conversations that I've had that the more time people spend with their clients and the more they talk to them, the more they sell. Have you noticed that? Yeah.
2: Yeah, And that's something, so my mentor is Tammy and that's something she and I have really been working on this past year is our client journey and getting, again, I can't say it enough. It's all about your systems. So we got organized and have it. So the first month I'm touching base with them once a week, you know, either in person, a phone call, text, I'm talking to them once a week, not this isn't including like the automated emails we send out to them, but this is in addition to them so that they know that we care and that we want them to succeed. And So I think that's been really important too, to kind of keep people around because that first month is always hard. You know, if people aren't feeling like they're getting enough for their money or they're just, they're not getting results yet, you know, they're sore all the time. It's kind of where we would see people drop off, but now we haven't seen that since I started doing this.
0: Yeah. And you you made an important point where, you know, I'm saying you're talking to clients more, you're selling more. That's not the point of the conversation. The point is exactly yeah. what you said, where yeah. you're just seeing if they're happy and getting the results that they need. And if they're not, then you alter their prescription and give them the stuff that yeah. you know. It's like, oh, I'm not losing weight fast enough. Oh, have you done our nutrition program that could help you? Yeah. They add it on. So it's not yeah. necessarily selling. It's Chris's concept of help first, which he's written. Exactly. about, of course. It makes yeah. it so much easier to quote unquote sell because you're not really selling. You're just solving problems for people. Whereas for yeah. me, I was always like, oh, I'm pushing this service on these people. But yeah. the reality is that they actually need it. If they want to get stronger and they can do it one-on-one with me with a focus on powerlifting, why would yeah. you do that? Right? Like, did that change? Like, were you good at sales before? No. So did this so, change, your, change your whole approach yeah, and make it easier? And,
2: yeah. And I totally feel like I'm not selling. It does not feel like I'm selling at all because it's, and it's, and it's funny because as a nutrition coach, I'm always like, you've got to take the weight on the number, the, the weight on the scale. You've got to take that out of your mind. And as soon as you do that, and as soon as you just focus on getting really nutrient-dense, great foods that are going to fuel your body, then you're going to see the changes you want to see. And so I think when I made that shift with what I was doing at the gym, where I thought, I don't care what money this person spends at my gym, I want to help them. And I want to make sure that when they walk in, from the moment they walk into our doors to the moment they leave, they are having a five-star experience. And when I started doing that, everything changed.
0: So I'm going to ask you for a piece of advice here, and you know, put yourself back three years if you need to to give it. Yeah. If someone is out there, because you've given us a great picture of all these things that go into your ARM, uh-huh. what if someone out there is listing right now and say their AR- ARM is like $100 or something like that, uh-huh. and they're just like overwhelmed with this idea of $300 and $1,500 packages and stuff? What mm-hmm. would you how would you get that person to take one step in the right direction? Like what's something they could do today to start getting closer to a high ARM? Um
2: I I think it's really just thinking you you've got it. as hard as it is you have to stop thinking about the money. Which seems <laughs> crazy, but if you j- like we just think about how can we make the most authentic great customer experience have the top of the line coaching how can we help these people? And, you know, it's not by letting them get lost in the hustle of everything. You know, it's about touching base with them and, you know, talking to to them regularly and just communicating. I think that's been the biggest thing for us.
0: And I'll, I'll confirm what you're saying. I think just from my experience with other, other owners, the more our owners speak to their clients, whether it's on intake Mm -hmm. or in goal reviews, the better things get for everyone because the client and I'm saying everyone in the sense of the clients get what they want, they get the results, the business gets the money and the person in the middle, the trainers, and this is a whole different story, but trainers actually get careers that pay them properly because the clients are getting additional high value services. So the whole thing really works. If you're struggling right now, do some goal review sessions, change your intake process. And if if you can't get goal review sessions going, keep doing it, but bolt it into your intake sessions because then those new members will expect it. And then exactly like Karen said, set up your client journey. So wh- however you're moving through this, you know that you're contacting new members at X dates, here, here, yeah. here, 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 the procedures. Yeah. At three months, we have a goal review and so on and so forth. If you do that, I would I would almost guarantee that the ARM is going to start going up simply because you're speaking with them. Would you, would you yeah. agree with me on that?
2: Totally, totally. And that's the thing is, you know, they see that you really care and really want them to succeed, that you're not just money hungry. You know, they see you as someone who's really trying to help them uh, and guide you. them through this.
0: Thank you so much for sharing all that. It's super insightful, Karen. I really, really appreciate it. And I wish you all the best uh, in the next coming year. Hopefully COVID goes away and you guys can even crank up that number even further.
2: I know, Mike. Thank you so much. This was fun.
0: My pleasure. That was Karen Hazleton on 2 Radio. I'm your host, Mike Worthington. If you prefer video, 2Brain Business is cranking out clips on YouTube. Be sure to head over to our channel to check out Chris Cooper and our team of mentors. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on 2 Radio.